The following presentation is brought to you by KMmedia.pro. Please visit KMmedia.pro for more information. Now stay right where you are as we present. Welcome to Positive Talk Radio, evolving ideas, one conversation at a time. Great guests, dynamic stories and interviews, plus new thoughts on a wide range of topics and concepts. I hope that you'll hang with me, Kevin McDonald, my friends, and of course, you, as together we work to understand why we are all here and what we can do to make our world a better place for all of us to be happy, be kind, and live in peace together. Yep, that's Positive Talk Radio. So on a Positive Talk Radio, one of my favorite people on the planet is here with me today. I really enjoy talking to this young lady. She is just awesome. She mm -hmm. is what I've come to know as the queen of the limb dwellers. And we can talk a little bit about what, uh, what a limb dweller is, but that really isn't why I wanted to have you here for this for this presentation anyway. First of all, what did you think of the opening? Love it. Love it. Love it. I just, you know, it's so it's so fun and interesting to have known you through a few reiterations and to see what you've created. I'm just gobsmacked. How's that? <laughs> I love that word. I love to be gobsmacked. Isn't that great? I love that. I try to slip it in every chance I get. I think it's going to I think it's going to make a you know, comeback. <laughs> well, you know, you know, I got to tell you, uh, it's very interesting because over the course of uh, positive talk radio which i brought it back i was doing uh um my independence report and i had 450 episodes on my independence report you can go to my report.com and you can watch like 450 of the older episodes including neil donald walsh and gary zukoff and and some of those but then i decided to go back to positive talk radio last year and um it was interesting. I just just got off the phone with a, a gentleman that is going to be on the show who was 650 pounds and uh, um, his life was virtually over. And now he's lost 350 pounds. He's on his way. He's, he's a radio guy. He's done. And so I like to bring on people that can help us live our lives just a little bit better. And you are so gifted at that. Oh, thank um, you, Kevin. That's really sweet. Well, it's it's important and it's true. Because you. you do you do such good work for people. And uh, first of all, if somebody wants to follow along and look at your website, where do they go? Limbdweller.com. So it's limb, L-I-M-B, dweller, D-W-E-L-L-E-R.com. Very cool. And see, the queen of limb dwellers, apparently. <laughs> you are the, the head chief uh, bottle washer and, and queen of the limb dwellers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because, you know, um, so when we first met, I think the first time that you were on the show, it was my independence report and uh, or it was close to positive talk. You had just started because I remember positive talk back in the day, like when you first did. Oh, like, that's right. From, yeah, from 20 years Seattleite. ago. Yeah, Seattleite. So I remember that. That was that was a buzz. So it was so when I found out that it was back on air, I was like, oh, and then when I met you, it was like even better because. We turns out we know, you know, we're both Seattleites, so exactly. which is kind of rare. And we're and we're both after the same thing, which we is are. to help people live their lives a little bit better and to get through some of the issues, some of the problems, yeah. some of the things that hold us back. And we're gonna talk about that today. I'm really yeah. excited about that. Me too. Me too. Um, do you want me to tell you a little bit about the Queen of Limb Dwellers? I just, why don't we start there? And just 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 real briefly yeah. um, on what what your mission is. And let me let me see if I can paraphrase. Can I? Sure. Absolutely. No, nah, go ahead. I, I'm second. Thought. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe you better. Well, you know what I was going to say? It's it's if anybody feels like they're an oddball and that they're only one, you know, that they don't fit the mold and they're the only ones out there. I really support you in going to my website and looking for the link that says, what is a limb dweller? Because I actually created like a two minute, it's like a two minute um, what do you, uh, animated story about how it came to be. And so um, it's kind of a challenge for anybody listening that if they are feeling kind of funky and they just feel like, like they don't fit the mold, 
This talks about what happened to me when I was 28 years old. And the person that stepped in my life taught me about being a limb dweller. And the rest, as they say, is history. So I love passing that. Usually what I do when people ask me what's a limb dweller, I just pass them now the link. And then they usually get an email back going, I get it. I'm in. <laughs> so it's there's a lot of us. So how's that for a little intriguing, kind of a little bit of a teaser? How's that's that? perfect. That's that's Thank that's you. that's perfect for radio video. Is that go. we're going to tease them to go to <laughs> limbdweller.com yeah. and we'll find out more information about you and and right. and stuff. And because you've been you've been working at this for a little while now. I you, you know I have been. I you have started been. when you were twenty eight. You're thirty two now, and so, so charming, so charming. <laughs> this had my. 32nd birthday, 38th birthday. I can't remember the number. What are numbers, Kevin? Numbers are irrelevant. Are it, so it is, you know, that is, that is, you know, it keeps, people keep telling me, it's like, uh, I say, well, you know, I'm getting a little longer in the tooth. And they, and they say, well, Larry King was on the air until he was 90. So that's, that's that kicked off the air for the Me Too movement. Yeah, that's great. That is not the model you want to go after. No, that's not. The, what was he married like eight times nine times oh, something I, you know, anyway. I don't know. but i have i have been doing this for a long time and it's it's kind of because i think i met you uh, so i was a business coach and let me see if i if i get this i was a i 35 years in marketing advertising and business uh consulting and i became a business coach and then from a business coach this is this is what happening you know how you stumble across things and your life changes. It's like something you think is the worst thing that could possibly happen turns out to be the best thing. I was a, I was a business coach. I went through this dry spell and I was in this period of life. And I, I'm, I'm sure some of your listeners can identify with this. I was in this period of life. It was COVID-ish time, right? It was, you know, about a year and a half into COVID. And all of a sudden my business just stopped. And I thought, oh my God, I'm washed up in this town. And then in true limb dweller fashion, which again is another teaser to get back to the website. But in true, <laughs> you must go. You must go. You must go. You must go. No, but in true limb dweller fashion, what I did is I, I started doing. I started looking back at some of the things that have worked for me in the past. And one of the things that I used to play with a lot was my internal board of directors, and I hadn't touched that for a long time. And as a coach, I, I'm a trained um, voice dialogue coach, which means that I tell you. Clients, when I'm working with clients and they're stuck and they can't move right or left, I do a voice dialogue. I actually talk to that voice and ask some questions and, and miraculous things happen because typically what happens is the person doesn't even know this is what they were feeling. And I can go into detail about that, but the bottom line is that voice dialogue made me realize as I was sitting in the front row of all my clients experiencing all this information about themselves that I didn't really know myself as well as I thought. And so I started doing what's my internal board of directors, which is what my business is about now. And I started finding out who my saboteurs were. And I started learning how to communicate with them. And I started learning how to partner with them. And things changed. I mean, completely changed. Because what happened in this situation is I decided I was the president. And if I'm a board, of, if I have a board of directors and they're going, you know, everybody's going off the rails and they're talking all loud, you know, everybody's talking at the same time, the quiet ones don't get a chance to say a peep. And when I started looking at that, because I had time, right? When I started looking at that, I started realizing that I was missing out on some of the most amazing, the, the wisest part of my being was the quiet part of that table. And because I was in so much fear, that's what, that's what was screaming. And that's what just starting to play with that, which isn't where my business is now. It's part of what I bring to my business. But just that piece right there gave me enough distance from my fear. And to realize that those voices, that it wasn't me, I was just kind of conditioned to think this way. And that's when things started changing for me. So now the quiet ones, are the yeah. quiet ones more of your intuitive side and the loud ones are more of your brain side and the and the fear side? It's a great question. With a lot of the, the breakthroughs they're having in neuroscience right now, and I, I study positive intelligence, so I'm in the process of getting certified in that, that really what it is, is it's, you know, if you want it, there's all sorts of data on this, but it's basically the primal part of our brains are the ones that have gotten uh, probably the most press. That's the one that we rely on the most, and we're just, it's habitual that we have all these, this parts of our brain that's critical and judging and 
very analytical. And that one basically has probably the strongest pathway. That's just, that's the go-to. And because it's been the go-to for so long, it's hard to separate from that. And now, so using the analogy of a boardroom, if that side of the table has gotten all the airtime, all this time, the other side of the table is the sage. It's the wisdom. It's all the the, the empathy and gratitude. All the, all the, all the. Um, you know, I don't want to just say positive and negative, but it's all the. It's where all the miraculous things happen. Where where you make decisions and choices from a place of like, I have no idea why I made that choice, but it just felt right. So that's been the exploration for me. And I hope I'm doing a good job explaining it. it is, you are, I, you are. But we're, we're going to explore that a, a lot more. Yeah. Because I, I think it's really important because a lot of us, because the quiet ones don't speak up, we get used to the loud ones and they end up dictating who we are and we don't even know where some of us don't even know where that voice came from but it's there and why is it do you think and i know that you're working with people to help them through it why is it do you think that um we take the negative side or the loud boisterous side that's got all the negative things to say why do we take that as gospel but we don't take the good side as as gospel as well we discount that more so does that ring a bell oh absolutely i mean there's so many different ways to to answer that um you know they, they talk about things like negative bias and they talk about you know there's all these terminologies or all this these terms for why we go to the <laughs> why we go to the dark side but the easiest way it was ever explained to me was you know when we were young say we were 5 5 or 6 years old and we we fell and broke our leg and we got a little cast on our leg right to make sure to keep us safe while it healed well somehow nobody got the memo that you took the cast off and so you grow up with this cast and you don't even really think about it because you've had the cast on your legs so much so you're 60 years old and you still have this tiny little <laughs> little cast on your leg and so you buy your clothes so that it fits with the cast and and after a while you don't realize it's a cast you think it's your skin you think it's part of your body and i think i don't think that's 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 my that's my understanding that's made the most sense to me is that it's just simply we don't have, most of us are so busy. We don't have time to stop and say, wow, why do I think that? Do I think that? Wow, I just told myself that I'm an idiot. Am I really an idiot? That's pretty mean, you know, but no, it's like, you know what I mean? I mean, and that's going yeah. lightly. I talked to, boy, do I talk to some judges, some internal, I mean, vicious, like nobody would talk to you. And I know, I'm sure anybody that's listening is nodding their head because we all know this, right? But why I love this, the, the game that I play, it's called the, the, the game because it has to be a game, right? Because <laughs> it's like, it has to be, a, it has to be playful and it has to be interesting and it has to be, for me at least, and, and it's the most interesting thing, honestly, I've ever done for myself and my clients are blown away because it's so interesting. Because what happens when you, you know, there's a process, I have a, you know, a process I go through and I do a lot of workshops around this. And so once I get people understanding that, you know, that it's not them that it's and, and there's people women that i work with that come into these workshops that are you know in in decades of life and they're still saying no that's me i know i'm a failure and so we have to play with that i say i start saying things like what's that voice sound like is it male is it female and they'll be like uh well actually it's male i'll be oh great so tell me what you know is it a young voice is it an old voice you know what's it look like is there a color and so all of a sudden through this process of just playing around all of a sudden we get and i'll say what's the name and the last i just did a class two days ago and this woman who was convinced that there was that this was who she is she's like oh uh that name's joe his name's joe and i looked at her and i said well what does that offer you now that you know that someone named Joe has really negative messaging for you. And she looked at me and she said, it gives me some distance. Very good. Very good. You know, and this topic is so important. I need to tell you a real quick story. Yeah, and I, I've said it before on the air, but um, my mother-in-law was adopted. Now, keep in mind that back in 1930, mm -hmm. um, when you were pregnant and you were a 16-year-old girl, um, oftentimes you were taken and you, you were taken away from your normal life and you were put in a place where you were going to have the baby and then you would give up the baby up for adoption. 
and the, the, which is exactly what happened. Um, but so her mother was a 16 year old girl when she was, and her, her uh, adopted parents were well to do and they had some money. And so he went and he bought her basically in those days, you could do it. He bought her for $5,000 mm-hmm. and, and, but she spent her whole life because she knew she was adopted early. Her parents were a little bit older, but she spent her whole life feeding the story that I'm adopted and nobody loves me. She could not get away from that because that was the story that she kept telling herself. Even when her adopted family, the larger family, cousins and and uncles and aunts, and when they would try and convince her that she was loved and she was part of this family, she, she would keep saying in her head, no, I'm not because I'm adopted. Right. I don't belong to Somebody you. Somebody gave me away. Exactly. And, and so it affected her. She died when she was like 86 and it affected her whole life. Mm-hmm. And I would, and I love the work that you're doing because you can stop somebody from wasting because she ended up wasting her mm-hmm. life because she didn't, she felt that she was less than. Yeah. And so she wasn't good enough to do anything because nobody loved her because she was adopted. Oh, and absolutely. I'm, so, my husband actually is adopted. So that is a common theme oftentimes. Um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, I'm, I'm really glad. I mean, I'm so sorry for your mom that, 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 that women at that age and humans at that age didn't have access to some of the things we have. And we barely even touched the surface when we start talking about neuroscience, but there's been with positive psychology with behavioral science. There's so many things now that we know to this point, which is just, again, the tip of the iceberg, but people are changing intentionally and people have are able to access parts of their brains that they never were able to access before. I mean, the way I look at it is that this is definitely not for everybody. This is one portal into the psyche, right? This is just one portal. I happen to like this portal because I'm a business person and you know, my background was in business sales marketing and I tend to work with business women. And so boards of directors, they get that. And so the men I work with too is actually everybody, you know, they get that it makes sense to them. And so it's just, it's just a really interesting way to say, wow, okay, I'm adopted and I'm, you know, blah, 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 blah. And there's an assessment. There's a free assessment. Actually, I'm going to offer it. I mean, it's not my assessment to, to, to offer, but there's a complimentary assessment of, of your saboteurs through um, Shirzad Shamin, who is the gentleman that I study with. And through assessing those saboteurs, right, because we all have them, right? Right. But my clients, for example, if your mom was my client and, you know, we'd hold the space for that. And then it'd be like, are you ready to look at that? Like, who's saying that? And if she had the capacity to step back, you know, for example, like that woman did in my class a couple of days ago, and wow, that that's Joe. That's all you that's all I need to say, wow, okay, we have Joe. Who else is there? And then they take the assessment and they start looking at these. Oh, I should show you. Do I have it? Oh my goodness. Oh, hold on. I know this is highly unlikely to or kind of odd <laughs> feeling. We no, we're good. We're good. By the way, we're talking with Sandy Stamato. <laughs> And you can you can go to Cliff uh, Cliff Dweller uh, to limdweller.com and you can find out all about her uh, because actually some of the work that you do um, it is like being on a cliff sometimes. You know what? It really is. You know, it's so interesting you're saying that because what I've noticed is that to, to do this work you have to let go of some of those stories, right? But it's less painful when when my clients and when, when one realized they don't, they didn't own the story in the first place. So it's a very gentle way of finding out like who really is running the show here. And one of the things that I've done um, and some of my training is that when you're feeling any kind of, it's going to sound really odd because at first I went, oh, that doesn't make sense. But just, you know, work with me on this one. But if you're feeling any kind of angst, right? Chances are that's a saboteur. So if you're feeling upset, you're feeling angry, you're feeling, you know, chances are that's a saboteur. And, you know, if you subscribe to, you know, uh, the whole positive intelligence, it's always a saboteur. And so the idea of this type of work is to quiet that side down. 
so that you can access. <laughs> it's all about accessing what we all have and we've all experienced. We've experienced pure curiosity and we've experienced, you know, how to navigate situations that used to baffle us. You know, we we've we've had opportunities where we I think I I don't think I've ever met a human that wasn't able to access some part that wasn't that didn't come from right. So <laughs> <laughs> that's very good do that again just for fun i mean it's not how it feels like though sometimes it's just like well you can't do that you gotta be kidding i have to tell you kevin this woman it broke my heart there was another woman in this class and she said well i'm a writer but i can't write and i and everybody was introducing themselves and we were on zoom you know which is always kind of awkward because nobody really you know see each other but there were about 12 of us and finally i said really so, so you can't tell me more you know, because I honestly hadn't met somebody that was that honest about it. She was just laid it all out on the table. And she just said, oh, I can't. This is, I know I can't, but I want to. You know, I know I can't, but I want to. I know I can't, but I want to. And so we're going to, she and I are going to work a little separately to start playing with that. The same type of, the same way that I play with my other clients. And it's playing. It's just like, you can just start realizing, kind of name it and claim it. I mean, I've named my board of directors, and if you can just name one, I'm serious. It just opens up the opportunity, you know, to be able to 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 say, you know what, that's JJ. I've got Judge Judy, and she's she's you know, I've got Judge Judy. She is, she's she's a busy little thing. She's got something to say about everything and everybody. So I'm going to give you an example. I found myself for many years. Uh, and I have lovely neighbors. I adore my neighbors, right? And I would find that after a gathering, I'd be walking back and I'd find myself going, wow, do you think she gained weight? Do you think, she... it's like, what? I just had this amazing time. But trying to corral that without having a name, I didn't, I was kind of, I'd get hijacked. I'd get hijacked by these, you know, well, you know, just like this over, this is the truth. That's the thing about saboteurs. It's the truth gotta judge people because you know who won't who you know if you don't do it who will you know it's just like that that constant rah, 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 rah. but right. once i have a name now and i'm not saying it's perfect but now that i have jj i can just say chill just chill it and you know what chills because the thing about saboteurs is they're tricky and the way i was you know and it was anyway the way i was taught was that um in world war ii you remember how there were spies like really good spies, like the ones that would infiltrate the communities and maybe they become the president of the PTA and they were your, your great neighbor that you'd always go over and barbecue and have beers with. Those were the worst and most effective spies. And there were a lot of them. And in many ways, our saboteurs are like that, that they just come in and it's like, it's the truth. Well, no, it's not. Whether my, my, <laughs> whether my neighbor gained five pounds or not, who cares? You know? zip it <laughs> you know it's just only only if you were that neighbor's genes that might they might perhaps so matter. but that is that again is a whole different topic in a different radio show <laughs> and it has nothing to do with you anyway so you know and but why is it that we because what you just said sometimes we tear people down and say oh she's gained weight and i haven't so i must be better than she do we do that to bring ourselves up at sometimes at the expense of others? You know, honestly, I think it's the, the thing about saboteurs is that they've kind of um, outlasted their welcome. It's that cast that's still on your leg. It's that little tiny cast that's still on your leg. I'm not talking about going around and being Mother Teresa. That's just not realistic. But for me, the beauty of and the magic, and I, you know, I use that you know, figuratively, but really the magic of that is when I can stop it before I go down the rabbit hole, you know, the rabbit hole. And then I'm feeling crappy the whole night because I was talking about someone, but you shouldn't talk about someone. But you know what? She did gain five pounds. Yeah. And another thing, you know, it's just like, and this is while I'm watching TV, you know, it's crazy. And so one of the reasons why the women that I work with, the number one thing that they say that they get out of this is peace of mind. Do any of the voices that are in your head to do that, have any of them called mother? You know, I mean, I think that's fed into it. I think, you know, because mother got it from mother, got it from mother, got it from mother. You know, I mean, so sometimes it's from the mothers. I had a woman I used to work with who was Mormon and it came from the, the um, elder. It wasn't her mom. Her mom wasn't. So it came from an elder. So when she started describing that voice, 
and gave it a name and gave it a, a face. And I'm going to show you this because it's so funny. These are my saboteurs. <laughs> These are, <laughs> and I'm sorry the radio folks can't hear it. I should actually just put it on the website because I have to tell you, it's outing this has been everything. So that's what I that's what I work with. And and the thing is, is that it's so interesting. Oh my God, it is so interesting. I always tell my clients, you are the most interesting people. You, you are the most interesting person you've never met. Because it's like, you know, once you start doing this work and you start naming it and you start listening. And, and I have, because of my voice dialogue work with my clients, how they do this is that they start writing and they start getting to know they have conversations with their board members. And that's the negotiation. And that's how people start partnering. And so after a while, when there's a knowing of, of what you're working with, then I'm able to really focus on the sage part. But until I get to know kind of who's on board. It's pretty, you know, when you, when, when, when you get a new client, they come to you and you start talking about this, do they look at you like the deer in the headlight uh, look and, or do they have a clue? Not, not a one there. I've never met a person that didn't say, oh yeah, I got voices in my head. That is human. We all have voices in our head. It's not Sybil. It's not, you know, sometimes I'll have to do that. And I've worked with women that are in their thirties and I've worked, I worked with a woman who was 78. There was not one per, and I worked with, gosh, I've worked with three or four different gentlemen. No, but not one person has said, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Except one woman who had Asperger's. And that was, she was on the spectrum. Seriously, she was on the spectrum. So she didn't know what I was talking about. In many ways, she was kind of lucky, you know, <laughs> but it was like, you know, but the, other than that, I've never met anybody that went, what are you talking about? So as you work them through this process that you put, that the, you work through them or with them, um, what's the outcome? What, what happens to them after, after what changes happen after, after you've worked with them for a while? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, okay. So I'll give you an example. One, cause it's different for everybody, right? One woman came to me because she wanted to find out what her calling was, you know, her calling in life. She was 58, 59. And what she realized as a result, you know, the idea, pardon me, the idea when she signed up is that I want to know my calling. You got three months to do this, go. You know, and so I was like, oh. So we started doing this work and we did some voice dialogue and she started finding out that it wasn't about her calling. It was that she had a sergeant general in her head that said, you can only go this far and this is the line. She had no idea. Like she had all these rules. She had no idea that what she was running on was some, you know, I, I, I can't remember if she'd been in the military. I think this was like maybe I don't even know where it came from because it doesn't really matter after a while. But she had these rules that you can only go this far. And so she had to negotiate with that to come up with a new set of rules and to come up with a new set of what's possible because she was the president. So I know I hope I'm not mixing too many metaphors and I hope this isn't confusing. But no, it really makes perfect sense. Um, because and, she, we all... and it opened up. I mean, it opened up. What she told me at the end is she said for the first time at 50, I think she just turned 59. She said, I have possibilities. It's not about calling. It's about opportunities. It's about saying, wow, I don't have to be in this box. I get to step this, you know, I get to step this way or that way. We'll find it where it lands. All of a sudden calling wasn't as big of a deal. And I'm working with another woman right now. Who's, who's kind of a, she's kind of a big thing in her part of the country. She's lovely. And she keeps running into her own success. You know, she gets this thing like nice girls only do this. You know, nice girls only get get this far. Don't make more money than your father. You know, all this like, you know, and so what she's trying to what she's doing, she's just in the process now of starting to learn these voices because that's everything. If people walk away with one thing today, I hope that they walk away with the loudest voice wins. And I hope that next time they're feeling like to write down what that message is in your head and start playing with that because the loudest one is always the strongest one. So, so what that opens up for my client is because she's now able to do that, she's now starting to feel some freedom to be able to create her own sage, like to create her own badass businesswoman, to create her own, you know, she's got ways now, she's got an access to a part of herself that she's known is there, but she couldn't access it like most of us, because we're too, you know, we're too busy, it's too loud in our heads, who's got time? Now, when somebody, um, 
recognizes that there's there's voices unhealthy for them and they are able to quiet down those voices do the other voices or the positive voices on the other side automatically raise their volume i don't know so much i think it's like um it's kind of like if you think of it this way, you think about how you have, if you're in a park, like if you go down to Discovery Park, we know you and I know Discovery Park in Seattle, there's a walkway, there's a pavement, there's a walkway that, take you, that takes you to the beach. It's a well-worn path. You walk it all the time. When we start accessing our sage, that stuff, it's like, it's like, um, oh, what's it called? What's it called when you, we, uh, uh, we, what's it called when you, when you take a machete and you're, you know, what's that called? Bushwhacking, I think it's bushwhacking. Yeah, so when you, it's like bushwhacking. So you're just barely getting through there. You know, the beach is there. So it takes a little bit of time. And you have to, you know, you've got one really well-worn path in your brain. It's like we're creating, you know, it's a neural pathway. There's all sorts of science. But I think of it that way because, you know, when I was a kid, my dad used to bushwhack. And we'd be like, he'd be like, the mountain's over there. <laughs> you know, and then we would go and get our campsite and we'd go back a few times and all of a sudden the path was easier. So it's really about being committed to... Um, and being curious. Oh my God, it's so interesting. Being curious to like, what's there? I was fascinated when I started meeting my my saboteurs because it's like I had to pretend I was the president. I'm literally writing. I have a, a guide. I work with my clients and I'm writing like, okay, you're upset about this. What's going on? And for, you know, for some time I started getting some really interesting information. It wasn't bad. And that was what was so fascinating to me. None of these voices were out to get me. None of them wanted. They just wanted to be heard. That's just a part of our psyche. There's all sorts of reasons for parts of us that were shut down. You know, there's all sorts of reasons for it. They wanted to be heard. And that was the bottom line. And then once they're heard and once I've heard them, I'm like, okay, I got this. Do some of them want to, either the louder ones, do they want to protect you? They all want to protect us. They just overstayed their welcome. It's, it's the whole idea of that. And we need to keep our saboteurs. I would never say get rid of your saboteurs. We need our saboteurs. That is primal. It keeps us safe. I would never want to say get rid of the saboteurs. No. But, you know, have them be the co-pilot instead of the driver. You know, that's kind of, that's that's really what the goal is. And any, any situation that comes up, um, like when I work with you know, CEOs and whatnot, the first thing they say is, hey, unless I have that judge, unless I'm pushing myself, I, I'll be a lazy bum. I'll never get anything done. And really? They believe, <laughs> they believe that? Many people do. Many, many type A, many overachievers, hyper, absolutely. I believe that. I can't get stuff done unless I get going. I'm lazy and this voice is going, you go. And I get stuff done, but I'm not very happy. And when, so, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, it's just that that's that's kind of the that's kind of the um, oh, that's kind of the uh, uh, what do you call it? The, um, God, I'm having a time. The carrot, you know, that's kind of what pulls people along to find out about their sage, because you get stuff done in a whole different manner. I was having a discussion with my sister. Now, she is a type A personality mm -hmm. and she she's, wants to get stuff done and it's got to be done now. And, da, 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 da. and my attitude is eh, it'll take care of itself. It'll, it'll, it'll happen. It'll work. It's going to be fine. I just leave it out there and, 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 and magically it's taken care of. Right. Um, so you have a different type of saboteur. That's, that's just a different, you know, that's her loudest one. I'm, I'm guessing you probably have, you know, yours isn't a hyperachiever, whatever it is. It doesn't, there's no judgment about it. It just means that she's got, you know, if you look at the, 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 when you do an assessment and you see there's like nine standard types of saboteurs and they've been studying this stuff forever. But there's nine standards, and some of them are really strong, and some of them aren't. You know, that's, that's interesting. I I should really uh, take this test with, with yeah. you because it it really is. It's interesting that uh, we. Yeah, it would be interesting. It would yeah. be, you know, and I'm sure it would be eye opening for me. It is, and what I always say when people first get it, they go, "Oh my God, this is terrible." It's like, no, it's not. Don't judge the judger. <laughs> you know, it kind of defeats the whole purpose, right? But look at it. Yeah, right. But if you can name it, you know, it's and you know, again, I'm always reticent to say some of this stuff because it sounds like it's fairy dust. But here's what my mission is: things are bad shit crazy right now, right? I mean, there's just no two ways about it. Things I don't know are what you're talking about. <laughs> and for women in particular, 
at this time and men, but I'm just speaking to women. My vision and goal and passion is to help them quiet down the internal critical so that they can have their resources so they can get out in the world and get stuff done. Because we don't need to be having everything in the culture yelling all this negativity. If we are doing that internally, it's, it's miserable. It's brutal. And so that's kind of what gets me up in the morning. It's like if I can help the people that I work with just have a little peace of mind that they can make decisions and they can be curious and they can innovate and they can get out there and protest and do whatever it is without all the judgment. Oh my God. Whew. I, you know, I don't know what I, if I, if I were a woman, I don't know how I would feel about uh, this country and where we're at and, and uh, taking rights away and, and doing all, all of the things that, that, that are happening. It's, and it makes it would make I would think it would make someone feel less than because <laughs> you, you don't powerless, feel like less than I mean, you know, it can go on and on depends, depends where you live. I mean, all that. It doesn't matter, really. Yeah. It's, but you know what? You know what I found, you know, encouraging, as a matter of fact, I'm writing a blog about it now is that uh, um uh, are you? Did, did you hear about the vote in uh, uh, Kansas? Oh yeah, yes. Watched it quite intensely. Yes. That that the uh, for those of you that aren't aren't paying attention, pay um, attention. <laughs> Kansas is a bright red, bright red, bright red. Did I say red state? It is probably one of the reddest states, at least in the top two or three in the country. Exactly, and yeah. um, and so the people in power. And because of it's a red state, the, the people that are in power are Republican by nature. And so they control the House, they control the Senate, and they control the governor's mansion. And uh, they decided that they were going to, in, in the um, Constitution, Kansas Constitution, there's a clause that says that women have a right to equal and fair treatment, which in, uh, includes up to and including abortion services. And so they decided they'd throw it into the preliminary um, election so yeah. they could sneak it through because not very many people vote in that. And, and so, but lo and behold, Land it was fight. like magic. Um, they normally get like a 25 to 30% turnout. They got over a 50% turnout. People were waiting in line because they wanted to vote that vo they wanted to vote that down because they didn't feel, and there were men involved as well as women. They didn't feel like we want to be in a culture where a segment of our population is less than another segment of our population. That's right. Regardless of whether they believe in abortion or not. That matter of fact, when they polled, there were a lot of people that, that are not believers in abortion, but they are believers in this is going to start something. Like states, let's start putting chips in women's necks. You know, I mean, I'm, that's an exaggeration, but is it? You know, it's like, so it's, to me, Kansas was everything for me. It was just it was the beginning of realizing that, um, and I'm just going to say the work that I'm doing is more important now than ever because Absolutely. for people to get out there and to really men, women, all of us to get out there and have a voice, it is so hard to be present and connected and to speak your truth when you're doubting yourself, you're worried about what people are thinking, you're with all that stuff. It's like, no, let's just, you know, put it on the shelf for this period of time and do what you need to do. So I'm not saying this is the, this is the be all, you know, that this is, you know, the only path, but I just hope that people take a path because we're going to need it. You know, yep. we're going to need it. Well, and, and it's important that everybody is, you know, when we talk about equal rights, they still, we still haven't passed the equal rights amendment, by the way, mm -hmm. which, which is amazing to me. But when we talk about equal rights, that's everybody because we are all one. That's right. And, we are all we all have a different role to play and and but it's important that we work together and when we create divisive opportunities for people to be divisive and mm -hmm. then it, it only cause, causes us to be farther apart and today we need to be closer together than ever uh, and it starts internally and you know it's just we got to start internally because the battle inside most of us is exhausting it's exhausting. And that's male, female. I mean, it's just, there's so much stuff going on that most of us just don't have the time. I mean, I can't sit on a mountaintop and meditate for 45 minutes. You know, I'm lucky if I get two minutes in. I mean, honestly, you know, it's just like some days are like that. 
Yep. But the yep. practice that I'm trying to, you know, the practice that I've developed and the practice that I'm working with my clients is just when you're feeling crappy and you feel like you're getting hijacked, stop, just stop. And there's a whole process. There's brain hacks. There's all sorts of stuff, but stop and notice, <laughs> just stop and notice, stop and notice. So, you know, I, it, I just don't want it to sound trite because it's so amazing. And again, this is just one pathway. But I really, it's, we, we got, we got some battles coming up. We, you know, we have, all of us need to be on board. I mean, this is, we all need to be on board. However, whatever that looks like, we need to be on board. Exactly. I'm, and in fact, I, I'm coupling up with a couple of uh, uh, gentlemen that are musicians that uh, there's a, a, uh, a production company that has a couple of uh, albums out that are, um, given to charity and the charity that they use is one that fights global warming and or, or, or global change because you know i am really tired of hearing people say to me or say on the news or whatever you know i've lived here for 60 years and i've never seen anything like this i haven't heard anybody say that lately have you here <laughs> i've heard people say that all the time mm. here well last week it was 95 do you have air conditioning by the way I do. Aha. Uh -huh. See, you're one of the few, the proud, the brave, the ones with air conditioning. Yeah. Well, it was accidental, but that's another story. But, but to your point, I mean, there's so much stuff going on, right? That's why I'm a big believer in a little bit of play because it's so hard to get, it's so easy to get so worn down. I used to work in news and it was like, ah, oh, it was news and it was everything. And so part of my process is make it fun, make it playful. What haven't you done? God, I don't know, Kevin. I don't know, for <laughs> God's sake. Yeah, I was in news for the first, I got out of college. I worked for uh, Como News, and then I worked for ABC News for about four years, five, six, seven years. That was my first career. That would, that would, have, been in, that would have been an interesting time. It was a very interesting time. But it was a simpler time. I mean, news, it was like, every you know, you go out to a shoot, and I was a camera person, right? So, or not a camera, I was a sound person. So I had the mics and the big fuzzy and all that stuff, and I was with the cameraman. Back then in Seattle, people would make room for you. They're like, oh, Sandy, hi, this is this is the CBS affiliate and the ABC affiliate. And they're like, hey, here's a good shot over here. Fast forward to ABC News, and it's like I got an elbow onto my nose. It was like, you guys, not very nice. I got mine though. So, well, you know, and it, it's it's sad because for those of you that are not as seasoned as Sandy and I, mm -hmm. I, I I remember um, the CBS Evening News with Walter Cronkite. I loved Walter Cronkite. And and in those days, the news was the news. Mm -hmm. It wasn't colored by commentary. It wasn't colored by by your political point of view. It was. This is the fact. This is yeah. what happened, and this and so forth. And now it's all changed. I, I, have you been? Have you been watching Alex Jones' uh, um, trial at all? You know, no. <laughs> I have my limit, and that's one of my limits. I just, yeah, I'm serious. It's like I, I can only consume so much. So here's my. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I got to tell you, it has been working really well. I I watch I watch my news I listen but at nighttime I'll just go up to YouTube and just get like three minutes of MSNBC or three minutes of you know PBS and then it's like I got my news I'm good because <laughs> I, I, I can't go to bed with that I can't watch a whole newscast anymore. oh yeah and yeah. But, but I and I never have watched uh, that particular channel I'm not going to publicize it as yeah. what it is but but what a slimy little snake um that somebody that is willing to try and make money based upon the fact that he can lie and there's a segment of the population that will believe him it's just it's just crazy to me yeah and, but it's and, always kind of been you know there's always yeah it is there's always fringe characters but yeah so i just i'm like you know what stop the madness man <laughs> you know, like, get your tribe get your people get your people get your tribe you know however you do it and 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 do something you know just do something and i'm not advocating any specific thing but there's something about like this this conversation right here i get a gold star in my book i get a gold star because this is really important i hope i, I did something kind for somebody today i hope somebody heard something that that went they thought huh i could do something different magic you get the opportunity to do it all the time right with your shows 
Yes. It's just like one little bit. So if we can all just do our one little bit, right? <laughs> that's my, that's my, that's my, that's it for the deep thought. Done. No. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it, it is important because there are, there's somebody now or in the future that is going to listen to this show, listen to you and I talking about what you're talking about and changing that little voice and, or that big voice and, mm. and, and making that change. And you're going to help somebody and you will never meet them. Oh, I love that. You know, I love that. That is such it, good to do. That is such a priceless commodity. It really um, is. It is. And, and I was going to say, if anybody wants to get that, before I forget, if anybody wants to get that free assessment, it's positiveintelligence.com and look for saboteurs. And it's an assessment. It takes about 10 minutes to do and you get a report. And it reports what your strongest saboteurs are. And the thing that's really interesting about it, I was like, poo, poo, poo. And then I started looking, I went, oh, wow, that's interesting. Oh, wow, isn't that interesting? So it's it's um, it gets the ball rolling. If, if this struck anybody's fancy, that's a great way to get the ball rolling. Now, I know you've been doing this for two or three years now. But have you noticed, are you beginning to notice a change, a change in people, Absolutely. a change in their desires? Absolutely. The, isn't it encouraging? It is. It's also because I work with a lot of entrepreneurs. It's um, it's a little unnerving, too, because a lot of people during COVID, you know, because I was a business coach, right? And I still have that. And so, but a lot of people during COVID quit their jobs and they decided they were going to start a business and they aren't prepared. You know, they just aren't prepared. They didn't, you know, they don't know their messaging. They don't, you know, it's market's changing. It's going to be really important if you have a business to study up, you know, if you want that business to keep going. So I, I know that's not the direction you were going in, but if there's anybody out there that's an entrepreneur that's just like, hey, let's build a barn, let's do this, that enthusiasm <laughs> lasts for a little while. And then either, you know, SCORE, SBA, there's a whole bunch of different organizations that can help you create a foundation for that business because it's hard out there it's 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 still zoom it's still networking it's you know so i'm i'm and i'm meeting amazing healers i, I tend to work with a lot of healers i'm meeting amazing healers that don't know they don't they don't have any idea how to run a business they don't know how to talk about their business and it's just heartbreaking that makes me sad i am so fortunate because <laughs> I um the the gal I work with her name is Holly I don't know if you've met her but she's on the I, think I met her one time yeah yes and uh, she is a sweetheart because she has to deal with me because I'm 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 the one that says I the Shirley Temple Mickey Rooney movie right right, you know, right. I got life. ourselves let's put on a show come on let's build a barn and for you youngins don't worry about it it was a great great movie back in the day exactly but but so she and she's talking to me about you know i gotta have a business plan you gotta have a marketing plan you gotta be able to do uh get all of these things down so that um she she's actually more concerned about about post kevin positive talk radio then she is worried about anything else because the you know and the, the feeling is and and help me with this because i want to have something to combat her with this because if uh she says look you've done 700 shows you have 1500 shows in the can at your home from the last 20 years but if you go away it all ends Give me something to combat that with her so that so that I can say, no, I'm we're going to continue. Wait, wait a minute. But isn't that isn't that kind of true? I mean, if you don't have something in place, isn't that? I mean, I'm like, I'm like, wait, is this a trick question? Is this a double negative? Wait a minute. If you have it's, it's kind of like if I don't have a will. Right. And I have all this stuff and I don't say anything, the state will take it because that's just by default. Is that what she's kind of saying? Well, no, she, what she's saying is, well, yeah, basically she's saying she's that. She's right, if, Kevin. She's right. <laughs> I hate it when a woman, when you guys are right. Oh, that, uh-uh, oh, uh, uh, uh That was, <laughs> no, 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 no. So why, what, what's the resistance to doing that? And what is it she wants you to do? Well, we're, we're working on a business plan. Yeah. Um, and, and a marketing plan to put this all. See, I love doing these. Yeah. I love talking to people like you and I do eight to 10 a week. 
and uh, um, I've got in positive talk now that I just started, you know, 10 months ago, I've got 220 episodes up wow. in, in, in the can and, and I'm doing KKNW and see, that's what I want to do. But she's saying, well, but you, and she's right. If you're building a business and you're going to work to make the business profitable, you're going to have to do all of these things like the business plan, like the marketing plan, and also the generate a, uh, a system by which we can incorporate all of the work that I've done over the years to be able to create even more, even if, as an example, I, I decide to go on a vacation for a month or something like that, then it can continue rather than if I don't participate um, every day. So, so that's, that's one of my little voices in my, go ahead. I was going to say that would be a really, that is a very common voice that I hear with entrepreneurs. Usually I hear, I love what I do. I don't want to sell. I just want the clients to come to me. It's like, and that, particular voice it's a voider it can be it can be a nitpicker it can be a judger there's all that's why i love these assessments it's something to play with but that voice honestly is the one i think that kills businesses the most it's it is it is it is and i'm not saying this is you but kind of i'm just saying (laughs) i'm saying that this is that voice and i don't mean to put you on the spot but that whatever that voice is like if we were in a session right now i'd say how loud is that voice does it whine is it, does it tell you things like take a nap? You're too, see, I have an avoider. So it goes, oh, baby, you're so tired. And it's so, you know, you're so tired. It sounds so sweet, right? You go take a nap. You don't work today. You deserve a break. And that is one of my sneakiest saboteurs because it sounds really sweet. But with business owners, what I've noticed with, with no matter where they are on the stage, I don't like doing that. I don't want to do it. And yet, sometimes that is the most interesting part about your business. I mean, there's so much cool stuff that comes out of like digging into a, a business plan and finding that out. You find out all this stuff about yourself and you surprise yourself and you come up with new ideas to do things. So that, my friend, is what a sage sounds like. Exactly. And it's easy for me to to ignore that conversation because I can because you just said it. It's like, well, I'm going to do these podcasts and then I'm going to go take a nap. And then I'm going to get up and um, it's time to watch the news. And then, it's, you know, yeah. it, and then you got that little tiny part that niggles at us, right? That goes, I know I should probably do something, but I hate that. That honestly is the sneaky saboteur because it sounds like it's taking care of you. And it's like, wants you to take a little nappy, you know, wants all those things for you. And wants you, you deserve to have somebody come and do all this stuff. Why do you have to do this? You've worked. And I'm saying you universally, but yes. those joking aside, that's what I see the most in business, that very voice that you just talked about. And it comes sometimes from people that are like overachievers. Sometimes it comes from people that are avoiders. Sometimes it comes from people that are pleasers. That's, that's why I love the assessment. But when I'm working with my client, I'm like, what's that voice? Because that's the voice that's going to, that's, you know, you've got something to offer the world. I'm like, Kevin, go do your business plan, man. Jump into it. That is interesting, interesting stuff. You're going to, you probably come up, you'll probably innovate ideas you didn't even know anything about. I'm serious, you know. You know what's interesting about that is we've come up with some. Let me let me run this one one by. Yeah, okay, here we go. Keep okay. Let's hear it. Um, I was talking with uh, Holly and and her her um, uh, significant other, and we were talking about what if. Think about this for a second. What if we were to go to a business like in a mall that had a. Um, um, uh, you know, display windows. Right. And we were to put the show on in the mall, in the display window, live with speakers going to the outside so that, like, we could be in the mall and and you could be on the monitor from wherever you right. are. Oh, and my we could, God. And, and we, I, I think that, and see, I would, I would love to do that. That would okay. That would, so, so where did that idea come out of? Did that come out of just like, oh, I'm brushing my teeth, or did that come out of the fact that you were talking about a business plan with Holly? It came out of part of Holly's structuring of, you know, if we put this plan together Absolutely. and we can do this, and then, and then that becomes a highly, highly sellable commodity. Kevin, absolutely. So here's the challenge for here's my here's my challenge for you since you begged me for this. I know stop begging. Stop begging. 
when you hear that little voice that says, oh, I hate doing this stuff. I hate doing business plans. I hate asking for money or whatever, whatever the jam is. Note it. Give it a name. Start thinking about what that voice looks like, because that's the voice that gets in the way. Because you've got some great ideas. You have all this street cred. You have a great mission and a vision. You get you get excellent speakers, clearly, yes. But I'm saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm do. Saying, I know you do. But I'm saying that that's why the power don't don't let don't let the little bully win. Don't let him win. You got. And you know what the fun part is, uh, Sandy, right. is that people like you want to come back. Yes, I love you. I love talking to you. I love every time I talk to you, something new is going on. I think it's fascinating. <laughs> I do. I think it's. I do. I think it is so. Here's my. Here's my last parting words. This is what I want to say to anybody out there, that you are the most interesting person you've never met. You are the most interesting person you've never met. Take five minutes. You will find out. I've had experiences where I've gone, oh my God, I am so, I, my husband just went, what? I walked up to my husband, I said, honey, I am so interesting. And he was like, okay. I said, no, I mean, I'm seriously fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have time for one more? Do of course. Okay, so this is the analogy I always use with people if they're going to step into this. It's like you've lived in the same house forever, right? You lived in the, your parents grew up, you know, parents raised you, you bought the house, you've lived in this house. And one day you're walking down the hall and you see a stairway, this tiny little stairway. And you're like, whoa, I've never noticed that stairway before. And you walk up the stairway and then you walk right in. There's a new, there's a room. It's like, <clears throat> and you walk to the window and you look out and there's a tiny little courtyard and you've never seen that courtyard before. And it's been there the whole time. And that's just out of one window. That's why I love doing this work. It's like helping people find those little courtyards. It's fascinating. So that, that surely would be. And and so getting back to that idea, because nobody's doing that. Nobody doing remember the, the, I was doing the live radio show. Oh, you're back on the radio. Okay, I'll stop talking. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> well. And the reason the reason that that excites me is that nobody does that anymore. Remember, they used to do that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, but do nobody it. nobody does that kind of thing anymore. And I think it would be it would be fascinating, fascinating. It would be awesome and stuff like that. But I have to have a business plan, and then I have to you get to have a business plan, Kevin. Yay! <laughs> You know what happens? People will want to give you money. And when they want to give you money, they want to see your business plan and you'll have a big juicy business plan. Those things are, those things are cool. Business plans are awesome. They really are. I used to get hired to do them. I'm not doing them anymore, but, but they're very interesting. You find out all this cool, juicy stuff and it's, oh, I'm, 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 I'm really, I'm so glad you're going to do that. Well, and, and, and in fact, Holly just uh, graduated from business school. Great. And she did a she did a business plan that that sailed through on her first draft, which she tells me is pretty unheard of. So, wow. so I she, probably gal. I'm looking forward to that. She's a very bright gal. And I guess so she's she's definitely she's definitely on 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 Team Kevin. That's awesome. That's she awesome. is, and we we love working together. She loves she loves my mission. She loves the passion that I that uh, I bring to it, and and I love your passion, what you bring to what you yeah. do. Oh, um, thank you. and I really appreciate the time to, you know, the opportunity to talk with you as always. I could talk for hours to you. I know we could start getting into politics and climate change and all sorts of fun. No, I'm really. Not today. We're, Not we, today. We've had a really good, a really good uh, talk, and and yeah. and will you come back? I like to say this and get it on tape. Of uh, course, of course, so of course. Can't back out. Oh, absolutely. I might bring somebody with me. Who knows? That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I got to like this for you. Singer, be, somebody who could sing in the in the window of the the mall. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean that. To me, that is. I, I, I can see it in my brain. I can see yeah. um, having a bunch of people standing around watching the show being produced and done um, and um, having a man on the street with a microphone that's out there talking to people about various questions and as, asking I questions. Think be, I, think it'd be, I think it's a great idea. Why not? I don't know why not. I'm there, gonna... you go. there you go. It would, be, it would be so much fun for me to do because I'm a that's bit of a ham anyway. I don't know if you noticed. 
no comment. But I, I would have a, have a great time doing it. But before we go, and we do have to go, but before we go, I'm going to set myself aside and I want you to ask the, uh, or tell the audience anything that you would like them to know the ones that are listening now or in the future. Anything I'd like them to know. Anything that from your heart, anything that you would like them to know. Okay. What I'd like them to know is that they are worth five minutes a day. (laughs) They're worth five minutes a day, taking five minutes a day, writing. If you want a guide to do that, to help you start exploring and finding out more about yourself, it is so interesting, but you're worth the time and um, it'll rock your world. That's what I want to say. We're talking with Sandy Stamato, and thank you so much for being here. Thanks, Kevin. By the way, um, I'm also working on something called Authentic Grit, and that will be uh, something that I'm a, a whole big deal that I'm, I'm working on as well. Never a dull moment. Never a dull moment. I can't and not allowed to. Um, so, but Sandy, thank you so much for being thank here. It's, it's such a pleasure. Go to Limb Dweller. Dot com L-I-M-B-D-W-E-L-L-E-R.com. Contact me and I'll send you the link for the assessment, the complimentary assessment. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Please wait right there. I'll be right back. Hey, thanks for enjoying this episode all the way to the end. Please give us a like and subscribe to this channel. This has been a production of PositiveTalkRadio.net. Please visit our website, oddly named PositiveTalkRadio.net, for more details about us and our mission, which is to provide great positive programming designed to inspire us all. I'm Kevin McDonald, and I'm proud of these shows, and I truly hope that you'll like them and share them with friends and family. So on behalf of our entire team, remember... Be kind to one another because each other's all we got.